Hello and welcome back to the Afterthoughts Podcast, a podcast where we talk all things film and television. I'm Sam Brown and I'm obsessed with all things cinema. And I'm Billy Brown. I too love film. Granted, not quite as much as Sam, but I'll cater for you guys, the audience. We are brothers and we'll be covering anything and everything from Game of Thrones to Ratatouille. Further down the track, I may lead some episodes exploring documentary-style films, particularly when it comes to wildlife. We are back for our second episode, and today we'll be covering Gladiator, the great movie, one of the best, the best ever do it, Maximus. Personally, it's one of my favourite movies, I'm not sure about you, but your thoughts on the movie? Um, I've watched, well, I've, I, I was telling you the other day, I've watched it about 15 times. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I would have seen it, mate. That would probably would have been my seventh, seventh viewing. So you, you, you got, you've doubled, you, you doubled the amount of views on me. So. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like, like it quite as much as you do, but. The more you watch it, the better you get at watching. So. It's, got, it's got some, got some great actors. Uh, we got we got Joaquin. <laughs> How do you say his name? Jacqueline Phoenix. Phoenix. Jack Phoenix. Joaquin. Jacqueline. Ah, uh, let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> We've got uh, Maximus played by the the great Russell Crowe. Love that guy. Brought South Sydney Rabbitohs back to life. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Who else? I don't really know. If you're not from Australia, what is um. Yeah, sorry. If you're not from Australia, the South Sydney Rabbitohs are a, a, oh, yeah. fo- a football club which he, he owns. Back, backstory. So the South Sydney Rabbitohs got relegated from the National Rugby League comp and he brought them back with his millions. So thanks, Ross. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he brought them back. Doesn't he own the club? Oh, he, I don't know if he owns the whole thing, probably. I'm pretty Some, sure he does. Probably, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Russell... Won an Oscar for this movie. Yeah, best actor in a oh, drama. Really? Yeah, big deal. Who, who big hasn't won? Deal. Who hasn't won an Oscar? That's like a big, like a full. Brad's won one, obviously. Oh Leo, Leo didn't win one for. Uh, but he has one. Yeah. He has one, yeah, but um, he didn't get one for Wolf of Wall Street, which a lot of people were expecting. He he got yeah. he got it. He finally got it for The Revenant. Which is a yeah fairly fairly recent film twenty nineteen I think love that film most what? accurate most accurate um, animal attack scene in any film I've ever seen yeah the bear that was that's it's crazy pretty epic well McConaughey's won one obviously Gozo is still on his way is he has he won one Ryan got I don't think so oh I'm thinking of La La Land maybe no well He's that would have been something but I think that would have that would have been supporting actor anyway. Um, is he not leading that? No, Emma Stone. Really? Yeah. Have you not seen that? Yeah, I've like? seen it, but <laughs> they seem like they're equal screen time to me. Ah, uh, no, I think Emma Stone gets more screen time. I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but anyway. Um, well, Jacqueline's got one? Yes. Jacqueline? Yes. And he's, he's, in, he's also in this film, so some couple great actors. But the greatest actor of all, starring in the next Gladiator, Denzel Washington. <laughs> Can't wait to see him kick some ass. <laughs> yeah, so so we, we thought of the idea for uh, covering Gladiator because um, you may or may not have seen, but 2024 is coming out with a Gladiator 2. And 
what what what's that leading off the events leading, in the first film? Yeah, it's leading off the, from this one. I don't know when it starts, but I, maybe 10 or 15, 20 years later, the young Lucius has yeah. grown up and he's the the main character, I think. Oh, no, maybe Denzel's the main character. I don't know, but... Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, Pedro Pascal's also in the new one. Oh, yes. Um, what's the le- the lady coming back? I can't remember her name. Um, who else is in it? Oh, they go off Stranger Things that season four. Oh, Eddie. Eddie. Still do. Still do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Anyway, so without further ado, we better get into it. I just don't know about you guys, but all my other male listeners out there, we gotta love that Roman Empire, don't we, boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. If you haven't seen, there's this. There's this trending thing on TikTok and Instagram going on at the moment, and it's 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 um it's the women asking the men in their lives, uh, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And solid. I, I'm once a week. I'm a once a week guy. Once a week. Up to this point, like I've think thought about like at least like because we watched the movie. I mean, thinking about it. Yeah. I've watched it. I've thought about it a lot more in the last like week or so. But usually, I'd say probably once a week. <laughs> so four times a month. So what's that? Forty-eight times a year. Is that right? Yeah. That seems like such a little. <laughs> Maybe I think about it more. I I, I definitely th- would think about it. Um. I'd say th- three times a week, but that's, but it's not, it's not. Something deeply ingrained within us. I wonder if it's just like white guys that have a bit of vibe in some of them, or it's like everyone that just, it just relates to a man and, and power and stuff. Domination. Yeah, d- uh, that's what they, Domination. that's what they reckon. Um, Masculinity at its finest. <laughs> they, um, uh, they covered it on the Today Show in the US, and they're like, it's all about the domineering sort of. Oh. But I, I, I don't. I, mean, I, I don't I don't think about anything in particular. Like I'm not I'm not thinking about gladiators or I'm just sort of envisioning I don't know, I, I'm I'm pretty into Yeah. It looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and this is why obviously Gladiator's a better movie than Troy with Brad Pitt. Have yes. you watched Troy? Yeah, I have seen Troy. Yeah, it's Gladiator's a better movie, but like The Gods man. Envy Us. <laughs> yeah. That is a, that, that is a cool scene. Yeah, I love uh, Brad's my if you people don't know, Brad Pitt is my favourite actor <sighs> in every movie. I've oh, I just love that guy, that scene. <laughs> uh, the, the scene at the start where he's like, I wouldn't fight him. <laughs> that is why no one will remember your name. <laughs> remember that bit? Oh, I've seen I've seen Anyway, back to what I was saying. A lot of historical fiction and if I haven't seen it in the past like year it all blurs into one for me. But uh, anyway. Well, I yeah, like it's not those, it's not fresh in my mind, but like, that that scene is. I don't know about you, um, but if someone said to me, "You could go back, live in any time," I'd be like, "Man, take me back, to, <laughs> take me back to ancient Athens." No, not even at, like Athens. No, no, I mean ancient. I'm an idiot. Ancient, ancient Rome, or or um, ancient or the the Greek Empire, Roman or Greek. Uh, but I'd live. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd live on the coast of Italy. I might even live on Sardinia. Oh, imagine that! <laughs> Plenty of fish, great lifestyle. <laughs> and also, it'd be that between that and I've also like imagine living in Greece without water back in the day. Uh, and just a little farm, but um, yeah. I'd also like to see here as in, like when that when before European guys got here. <laughs> 
in Australia would be pretty cool. But I just like the culture over there. Just be mad. Anyway, I, I don't there? know. I don't. I don't think I would go to Greece just because a lot of Western our Western um traditions culture, yeah, and traditions come from the Rome. I think. I think we'd be more attuned to the sanitation to the to the Roman ways. Yes. You know, even like stuff like fast food began. Or like street food. Yeah, just like just like you go to Subway and they take you along. Oh, and, and you, you add, you add all the elements. I personally hate Subway, but keep going. Yeah, so do I. But just it as an, like feral. You, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Like yeah, they, they you know they had stuff like that and that in, ingenious ingenious um, mechanics. Yeah, like architecture and stuff. Yeah, and just like how they figured out how to you know they had a their filtration system was basically just a massive box of yeah. sand. I heard something about that that might have led to the downfall somehow of something to do with lead poisoning in the pipes or something. Right. I'm not sure if that's um, historically correct. Okay, anyway, so I'm just going to give you guys a quick rundown of the history up to this point. So when we... This movie set in 180 AD. So I'm just going to give you a quick bit of history of... The, the birth of the Roman Empire up to this point. So, uh, the Ro- at its peak, it's like big, like, at its peak, the, the empire stretched right up to the border of Scotland and, and England. Mm-hmm. They couldn't beat those Scots. <laughs> um, it went right as west, right over to Portugal, s- south into most of northern Africa, Egypt, east into modern day Turkey and Syria so it was massive and it was it was partially why they couldn't couldn't hold it forever because it was just Maintain too it, too yeah. big and at, at the time it was uh, at its peak it was 70 million people which is not like in today's standards it's not much but back then that's huge yeah and um, it actually Rome also it actually started from like just a couple small scattered villages who just wanted domination <laughs> On the river Tiber. <laughs> oh, actually, that's what I was going to say before when you were talking about traditions and stuff. There was, you know, on the Italy, what we call Italy today, there was a bunch of, like, smaller kind of regions and stuff dominated by, well, I don't know if you'd call them empires, but... Um, and one of the main ones was, they were called the Etruscans. And they came up with a lot of the stuff that passed on to Roman tradition, like a lot of the architecture, the paintings... And the alphabet and, like, the Roman numerals and stuff, that all came from... They're pretty sure it all came from the Etruscans. So, um, Rome was founded by Romulus and Remus, and it was named after Romulus. That's why it's called Rome. Uh, they grew out, they started dominating, but they originally started off with kings chosen by the Senate. It wasn't It wasn't a succession thing. So, if you're the king and you died, they'd vote in someone else. Your, your, son's, right. your son's not getting in. There was a couple other cool things, but I'll be here forever if I keep talking. So Marcus Aurelius was around from 161 to 180 AD, and Marcus Aurelius is the emperor at the time of the beginning of the movie. And after that, it went downhill. So <laughs> <laughs> they got dwindled down, and the only I think eventually the only um, place left in the Roman Empire was Constantinople, and then. I'm pretty certain it was the Gaelic Empire that took over them, but anyway, let's get into the movie. We've got a lot to cover. Right. That was a bit long. Thanks for the history lesson. <laughs> it was a bit long. No, that's all right. Uh, yeah, so 
<clears throat> As I said before, Russell Crowe won an Oscar for Best Actor in this for this film. And I was entertained. Are you not entertained? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what he said in his speech? Probably. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I, have, I haven't actually seen the video. Anyone, have you ever watched the Oscars? Yeah, yeah, I've watched. Really? Them. Yeah, especially the like the Will Smith slap. Did you see the video? That's the most viewed video in like 24 hours or something. It's like 45 million or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Continue. Get my wife's name. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, like, you fucking <laughs> And then he has to say it again. It just makes it awkward. He's all acting around him. Was it, was it staged? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why are we talking about this? Okay. Sorry. And um, it also won for best picture. So does, this might sound stupid, but best best picture... The Best Picture Award, is that like beautiful shots like throughout the whole movie itself or just one specific frame from the movie? No, it's not. It's it's the whole it's oh, the movie okay. in, so its, picture, yeah, okay. in its entirety. I don't know. They tend to go to slightly more indie films, but then sometimes uh, a blockbuster, or, you know, a bit of a, a bit more of a hit will, will take it. Uh, it's not really based off the, the scale of the shots. So, you know, Interstellar is a large, large scale like... You know, we love what it. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, what, whatever they got going on there. I thought that best picture might have been the one where he's on the planet, the frozen planet. You know that famous picture? Yeah, yeah. But as I said, Bill, it's it's the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 you're right. Um, no, but anyway, what I what I meant was, so it's not, it's not, it's more towards the thought behind the shot as opposed to what the shot captures. Like, you know, just your angles, your, your point of view, just the whole scope of a scene like it could be it could be an extremely low budget film and have a better picture than interstellar um you know based off what they what they go for and how skilled the the navigation is behind the the camera operators you know stuff like that cinematography that's pretty much it what's what i've like what's any do you know any other examples of like a movie that's won best picture recently that i would know uh Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, okay. Anything else? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Still haven't watched it. I started watching the first 15 minutes and then I was like, oh, I'll come back to it. Still haven't. You weren't into it? Oh, it was all right. Hard things to do. You get, it's, a, it's a movie you got to commit to. Otherwise, okay, no gladiator. if, if you don't commit, you're lost throughout the whole... Um, you know, uh, yeah, well, everything's everywhere. It's like, uh, yeah, every, everything's everywhere. All and it's at once, yeah. It's like, <laughs> whoa. But when I think of Best Picture, I'm thinking of something gladiator going through the mountains riding home to see his burnt family. Well, I'm lucky think, for I'm you. Not thinking this, I'm not thinking of Basement in Korea. L- lucky for you because Gladiator won Best Picture uh, in 2001. Uh, so. Thank you. Wait, it came out in 2001, Gladiator? Yes. Oh, it's later than I thought, to be honest. Did you think? I thought like early 90s. Early no, <laughs> but then again, I have no idea. Well, it's funny you think that because it also won for um, best visual effects. Really? Yeah. Things have changed. But you think about two years, baby. You think about the Lord of the Rings films; they come out in the same year, the first one. So. What and it beat it for visual effects? No, no. Um, so Lord of the Rings didn't use CGI much. Uh, well, they did, but not not on the same scale as Gladiator did, and because that's because they had their um, the figure they had figurines basically the size no bigger than, a, than like a table or a chair um, oh, they just used the illusion you know the sca- illusion uh, perspective of, yeah, hey? perspective hey, illusion perspective. Uh, you know to pull that off and yeah. then they'd, they'd you know pop it in the background as Gandalf 
Okay, so it's... Flies across the slopes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We ride for Rohan. (laughs) And war. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it's good to see visual effects has come so far in 22 years. Like, look what we got now. Avengers, they're... (laughs) Avengers Infinity War was just insane. (laughs) I I personally hate the... (laughs) The Marvel visual effects, and it's just yeah, I, I thought it'd trigger you, so I said it. it, wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> and I it wasn't it was all right, wasn't it? It's just kind of like, no, it's, it's like a different type. Obviously, obviously, they're great quality effects. It's just not your type. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not that it's not my type. It's just it's once once these visual effects you know appear, you, I don't find that you're under the same sort of spell as when. You make the further effort to, you know, do as much do as much as you can without it. So there's no hiding in Marvel. Everything's the visual effects. You know, they must spend all their days in a massive green room because, uh, yeah, and it's quite noticeable. And all the images are really, really saturated. And it's just, you know, it's it's ultra it's ultra HD. It's ultra four K. Like, I don't know. I just find I just find sort of fantasy sort of superhero comic it's more i think it has more it's more like um authentic when it's when it's more of a just a just a you know simple tone like uh across the whole thing because i don't know it just feels oh, more shinless list type thing <laughs> <laughs> no like a like a like a dark knight type thing like a color scheme yeah just the one simple hd color oh. grade Mate, if you think you're color scheme with avengers you know captain america blue white red Hope, green and purple. <laughs> you got every colour in the book. Oh, no, no, just, just the um, the grading of the, the overall shot. Uh, okay, let's get into the movie. We're going to get into the movie. What's what's awesome. first? So the, the film... battle. No, actually, you got, you, you're going to say a couple of facts. <laughs> yeah, so um, the film was directed by Ridley Scott. Um, uh, really, it is. A very <laughs> prestigious man. He's He's been around since the, I think, mid to late seventies, uh, making, making films. Um, so you, you would definitely know if you're a, if you're a film, um, Fanatic. lover, yeah, lover or critic, um, you'd know he, he did the original Blade Runner. He did Alien. He's done. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, that's Ryan Gosling. I just okay. Uh, <laughs> he's done The Martian. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, I mean, that movie's underrated. I used to watch it all the time. I, I think it's because I like space and stuff too, but it's a good movie. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, it, it's better than Avengers, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, for me. Um, I don't really have a problem with it. I just haven't seen it enough to give it a proper... I think the science is pretty um, intact. Yeah, and what does what kind of character is Matt Damon in that movie? like? He's kind of like is a muscle easy... larrikin on space. <laughs> is uh, he his no usual? No care in the world. Um, <laughs> He's just a comedic guy with just, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it just, I don't think he has a family. I think that might be why he's just like so careless. So it's pretty, it's pretty funny, like some funny parts. I just remember him growing potatoes up there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> growing potatoes and like the fucking door breaks through with that wind. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, and he's going out. I remember when he gets like real skinny, he's got that beard going. He kind of looks like a mad dog. He looks like an ice junkie on my own. The first one. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, anyway, he's done Thelma and Louise, Hannibal. Miles Buyers Club. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so Thelma and Louise, Hannibal, and more recently he's done House of Gucci and The Last Jewel. Did you see The Last Jewel? The one, it had Adam Driver and Ben Affleck. And I can't remember the female who, the who played the female. I've, I've definitely heard of it. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty severely underrated, that film. Or not not so much underrated, so, but yeah. under-talked about. It's just about this time um, in history. And it's 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 pretty um, original in how they make it. So it's from one character's perspective, Adam Driver's character, for a quarter of the film. Then it goes to Ben Affleck's character, chapter two, and it goes back to the start. And it goes to the point where... Yeah, okay. And then it goes to the I girl. Like these kind of converging stories. It goes to the girl, and um, then it went back to the start from there again, and then it ends up in... The 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 effect of um, the three pot, plot lines intertwining is Adam Driver and Ben Affleck have a duel. Oh, okay. What, do you in know, the end. Do you know what... Like, where is it, like, where is it set? It's, uh, yeah. I'm fairly certain it's just England. Oh, okay. It's a, it's oh, a, it's like, it's a medieval. Like, it's a, oh, it's a medieval thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> the last duel. Bro, when I hear Adam Driver dueling, I'm thinking of lightsabers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, he's also, Ridley Scott has, and Russell Crowe have worked together. So, wait, he's got a, he's got a, um, he's got a fairly wide variety of movies. Yeah, he's yeah. like gone Gladiator, The Last Duel, The House of Gucci. He must like his certain actors. Yeah, Adam Driver's in that too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he, he's who else has he worked with more on more than one occasion? I can't think. Joplin, about... Joplin. Yeah, Joplin. yeah, yeah. He has. That's true. Um, yeah. Joplin so, and well, a lot of directors do that. They they have their certain actors, and they're like, oh, this I know this guy, and or I know this guy or girl, and what what they can. Um, sort of bring so it's playing it's playing it safe really or or they can write the story a lot of them tend to write the stories around yeah. the actor uh, after working with them because i just get my story down and get someone to come in yeah well, but um would i be right in saying that denzel washington in the new gladiator 2 is also in american gangster i have not seen american gangster I believe so. You believe so? Okay. Yeah, so he's worked with uh, Russell on Robin Hood and American Gangster. Robin Hood? Yeah. It's, I, uh, I need to start watching some movies. Here I am doing a, a movie podcast. Yeah, well, <laughs> I haven't. It's one of those things where, like, you know, you, you've heard about it, but I am i don't think, I can't see myself watching it um, anytime soon. <laughs> Literally Hood? just based off the cover. You know, those, like, real, uh, it's almost like the Troy cover. I don't know the true cover. I just know he's. Oh yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. just the really. Yeah, I do. Horrible looking cover. Yeah, um, well, Troy's older than freaking this. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I mean, Robin. <laughs> and Robin Hood's uh, special mention to Eric Benner in that. Movie. <laughs> Newer than, um, you know. Yeah. So anyway, also I had a quick thing. Speaking of visual effects, the character of Proximo. Proxima. The slave yeah. owner. Slave, yep. The former... The gladiator, gladiator. bidder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a former gladiator. He's played by... Champion Oliver... gladiator. Um, yeah, Oliver Reed, who who uh, played Proximo, died midway through shooting the film when they're on a sort of summer break. And um, obviously, tragedy and, you know, the actors and um, 
crew crew members were shook. Yeah, shook. But um, you know, they were also on a deadline. <laughs> um, <laughs> a deadline. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, they were also on a deadline to you know get it done, and they they were trying to figure out what to do with this this character because you know how can they how can they go back and shoot all those other scenes in all those other locations you know reshoot no it's impossible and um, so what they did was have a body double and see uh, special effects for the head. Uh. The faceless man. Yeah, so someone with the same similar build who they could, you know, dress I noticed up. that build. Dress That's up. not Proximo's ass. I knew that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you, you, have you ever seen, um, what's a good example? Ralph, is it Ralph Fiennes or Fiennes? In Harry Potter who plays Voldemort. Oh, oh, I don't know. So what, he, you might have seen uh, videos or photos of him, that actor, in Voldemort scenes when he's obviously got a normal human nose but Voldemort mm-hmm. has just has two slit yeah. nostrils so he wears uh, a he wears a sort of blue um dot on yeah. the on the, on the tip of his nose so that that gives them um the ability the ability to you know reshape those are uh, little slits going and I, I'm just I can just imagine this body double you know having a face of blue dots. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. In post. Uh, yeah, but, but um, that's how that works. At least, he goes, yeah, at, at least but, he goes out a good man. Yeah, anyway, so Oliver Reed was known for his horror horror films, doing horror films in the 70s. And yeah. funny story about how he died. Like, it's, it's quite... So he was in Ireland on the break. I'm pretty, uh, pretty sure he's yeah. Irish. All right. Yeah, <laughs> and so what's seen happen? I think, well, there was there was rumors um, while shooting that he he had a drinking problem. Mate, you can see his face is bloodshot. <laughs> yeah, but so so apparently Ridley Scott had this rule like no drinking while while shoot. You know, so you know, not not on weekends, not. So he he hadn't drunk before months. Months prior to sh- um, beginning to shoot the gladiator, anyway, on this summer hiatus, um, <laughs> he 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 got he got peer pressured. He got fully well. Well, this the the original story was that he uh, he got into a like a, a drinking match in, in a pub in Ireland, and um, it was said that he fell ill during the, this drinking match, and um, you know collapsed. And literally, that's that's how he died. But later on, in the bar, in the floor of the bar, um, another another actor was also with him in this bar. And the story this is this is in this is all the way up until twenty sixteen that this this actor revealed. I can't pronounce the actor's name, but he revealed that um he didn't want to be a part of the drinking game. He said he said, "quote It was a tragedy." Oliver was peer pressured by. By the other, the Irish, <laughs> yeah, the other Irishmen at the inn, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's how ultimately. That's fucking grim. Yeah. So anyway, that's 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 all I like to say for the rest of your soul, hey. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. And I'll go through the other act, some of the other actors, and what what movies and whatever they've done as we go through um, the movie. So should we actually start the movie? I believe we shall. <laughs> okay. We're just going to, I think, 
what we're going to do is just go to the, the main kind of biggest scenes. Well, we'll just kind of like... Yeah, we'll, it, we'll, we'll just, just kind of go with the flow. Yeah, we'll, we'll gloss over everything, sort of. Just just, yeah. just gloss and maybe... And we'll just gloss over little Lucius like Commodus does. <laughs> the creep. <laughs> <laughs> that is creepy, hey? He looks... Oh, I think he... He almost looks worse in this movie than he looks in the Joker. He's... <laughs> He's clammy. I think it's just like the oil, like they, they like they look like they've like oiled him up, slept like slept in days. They look like they look like they've rubbed like oil and he he's got song. he's obviously got the eyeliner on and you know all that sort of stuff. You know what I like? I like the um the emperor's Roman like their crowns or whatever whatever that's not the right word probably but the, the, like their little the leafy golden yeah. I um, can't almost thing that goes in the head, but it's so much cooler than those like fucking British crown to the like those big more star. elegant. Yeah, they're cool. More like, elegant. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Speaking about that, like you know the grim, his grim look. Um. They also I also forgot to mention that they won an, another Oscar for costume design. So that probably speaks to a bit to that. In the sense, uh, I'm imagining him in the <laughs> him in a little trailer before <laughs> before his scenes, and uh, you know he's just getting pampered by the the makeup and um, you know makeup production. I uh, actually I have a question. Is um Marcus Aurelius? Do you know who he's played by? No, Is it the I same didn't. dude as Dumbledore in one of no. them. No, it looks similar. Mm. It looks like that guy's dead, eh? Yeah, he died um, after Chamber of the Secrets. Oh, poor bloke. Messy soul too. Really hitting on these guys. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> enough of that. Yeah, so we'll start with the, the opening. The battle. Yeah, the battle. Yeah. Yeah, start with the battle. Let's start with the battle, people. On my signal. On this show. It's actually easy for us to do because he's kind of got a... The Southern Hemisphere accent, <laughs> Australian, New Zealand kind of thing going on there, so it's easy to, easier for us to do. Do you think me. that? Do you think that shines through at all? Like, do you think you can nah, catch it? You feel, oh, you catch it most in that in that one bit there. I might signal, unless you He says it like, like yeah. Like, he says it like a buddy, clone trooper, stormtrooper off the Clone Wars. It's kind of in that kind of voice. That's what I thought of. But then after that, you forget it. It's not as pronounced. Yeah, so, um, Bill, tell us, who, who is the Roman army opposing? They're opposing the bloody barbarians <laughs> from Germania. And they're in Germania, and it, I mean, it looks pretty cold, I'm assuming. There's frost falling around. It's pretty much modern-day Germany at this point. With a, I think it's pretty much modern-day Germany with a bit more land to the, the west. No, the east, sorry, the east. A bit more land to the east, so that's going into, like, it includes Denmark and yeah. a few of those other countries to the to the east there. But, yeah, it's pretty cold in this first scene. But I think, um, I haven't seen the history on this, but I think part of why, because it seems stupid that they just, like, meet in that big, muddy field. Big, muddy field, like, especially for the barbarians with those low numbers. They're just fighting for pride at this point, honestly. Yeah. Goners. Well, I, 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 I've got a feeling that they're, they're under the same sort of um, rule. 
Not no no not rule. Um, the same sort of religion or lifestyle as as the Vikings, as in beliefs, uh, beliefs wise and reputation bloody, wise. Bloody pagans. And 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 yeah, well, lifestyle wise, like obviously their army is way more out of um technology yeah and and shape and and their clothing they're not as developed and their weapons they're not as developed of a of a race heart and soul but they've got that that's developed it's like it's the same it's like um (laughs) you know it's like Jon Snow explaining to (laughs) Ygritte that that they can't win they can't your wildling army that is scattered cannot beat this formation that that our side has, you know, and they're not, and, they're, and it's just it's the, yeah, it's the same thing here. Yeah, the formation, the it's just like you see, <laughs> you see, I can't remember what the uh, I can't remember what the Germanian leader's name is, but when they they just turn they just turn up on some big fucking hill, <laughs> and <you> start <laughs> screaming at him, and God, not God, God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> oh, poor delivery, poor messenger boy, honestly. No one, yeah. wants, no one wants that job. Yeah. That man bun too. Well, not set on the man bun, I don't think. <laughs> I only just noticed that for the first time today. But oh, you know who's a you know who's a, a a G in this film? The dog. Nothing more than a great yeah. dog scene where he doesn't where the dog doesn't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna ask what what did you make of that? Because they show they kept flashing back to this dog. They 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 showed it at least. I reckon that there was a good 20 shots of the dog, if not more. Well, been, Some of them tracking it, like a tracking shot. Well, it's been... Um, I don't know if they had the... They probably did. I don't know if they had the ability to train dogs that good at that time. It's they supposed to be now. Maximus's pet. Uh, that's okay. what I... That's So Maximus has teach, taught it in the art of warfare, obviously, because it's a fucking bard off. <laughs> oh, you know what's sad, man? Seeing... Those bloody horses just get speared straight through the chest. Their legs get Yeah, shot. I know. That'd be nice for that. That's what I mean, a paddock. That's what I'd be grazing out there in the field. I mean, actually, well, what did you make of that more? Like, was that was that dog, like, he's supposed to be his freedom or something? Like, you know, uh, earlier, a bit, a bit further... I think it was the first shot after you know how the movie opens and he's stroking his hand across the 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 gra- the grain or the yeah, crops or whatever yeah, yeah, you know yeah. um, and then it cuts to Maximus and there's this little bird there's this little colorful bird that he watches uh, watches on a on it's his a, little son yeah and it's also a bird a bird you know wing freedom freedom he's looking at his freedom uh, he's looking at his freedom before the battle yeah that's what I thought and I was wondering if the dog also had something to do uh, element with, of freedom there yeah come let's probably strangle the dog after and also the I don't know if I don't know if this is too too nitpicky but the bird had had this sort of orange sort of bluish hue and in the opening shot the as he's stroking his hands across the his his uh, farm orange with the background of the blue sky, as yeah, and but but it's the same sort of, and and that shot that it get, keeps coming back throughout the movie, the shot of him, just his hand like grazing over the through the wheat, or yeah, the wheat, and it's it's barley. in this first in this the opening shot, it's a warm sort of color. Did you notice that it's yeah. it's like an orange vibrant sort of, it's, and and as 
in different visions throughout the film, it changes colour. Oh. Yeah, that's. I, I think. Does it get greyer? Yeah, it gets and and when, yeah, you cut to this battle off off the off the top of that, and it's contrasting colour. You know, it's it's dark, it's grey. Yeah. Let's go. That's fine. It's on my pit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Germanians. Did previous fights happen there or something? Because like, why is it already like? Yeah. They must have been must have been meeting. It's the meeting. <laughs> let's go to let's next, go to Berlin. Let's fuck shit up. <laughs> next time we. Uh, Next time we fight, we'll meet you here, eh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't, I didn't know. About Minimal that. effort from the Romans, really. I mean, Maximus comes close to doing like three times. But... Well, maybe the Romans had got gotten their previous like, and that's that's. Oh. And they'd been trudging around there for a couple of days. Yeah. Do you think? because oh. yeah, they know. have ca- they have tents and stuff. Don't that's they have big setups. Yeah. Is there any is any that wall stuff like? Like you know, you see that all the arrows flying in and stuff. Like, mm. is that is that is that real? Do they do that in real life, or is that effects like CGI uh, stuff? I'm not sure. With that, that's cool. With, with the arrows, that's cool. It's, it's probably easier to do that on the CGI. You'd think. Yeah. It's pretty cool that part. Yeah. One of my favorite parts. But I don't think that really take it. Anyone knows. It's more of a distraction for the for the cavalry. And Maximus. Oh, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was gonna ask. Is Maximus? Do you know anything about Maximus's story? Like, how? Like he's seen. How? Yeah. No, is are you asking how he became? Yeah. What he? Where he is? And like, he, I feel like he must have, maybe, um, lived in Rome for a bit. He must have got picked up. They must have recognized his potential because he knew his. I don't he knew think Commodus he had lived in order too. I don't think he lived in Rome. Um, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure to be honest, but yeah, uh, he was, he's definitely been a soldier or most of his life because, because the Caesar, um, Marcus Aurelius has been in war throughout his, his, his entirety of being the emperor. As he said, he said he only has four, four years of peace and the rest war. So I'm imag- I imagine Maximus has been a soldier. He's, he's, uh, and he's quite, he's prestigious in the, in the art of warfare. Oh, I like, um. I love the I love the the swords they've got in these. They're so different the little, to like that little stubby with those stubby yeah, handles. Yeah, I feel like that'd be so much easier. They look lighter. And that that like, is that is uh, that reigns true for the the era the era era appropriate weaponry. You so see, that, you see the I feel film. Like that's better than those big ass medieval long swords or whatever they call. Long swords, yeah. So this is a different type of sword. Ah, uh, it's it's literally the it's long like the long shape. the long sword. Is you know the medi the the medieval typed styled sword uh, through you mainly find the long sword from the twelve hundreds onwards, um, but yeah in this sword this these swords are li- it's so it's literally the long sword and the short sword. Mm. Oh, so this is the short yeah, sword. Yeah, the short sword. Uh, and they nah. come that that style is Draw the short from sword. The, you know the sort of bronze the bronze age. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And the, the, pick and the, the, the thing, any day. the thing about the long sword, the thing about the swords that differ, a bit more powerful on that longy. Yeah, and and also the 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 actual metal is a lot lot harder and and stronger, and heavier. See these blades, well, supposedly at the time were like flimsier, a bit uh, bit of a wobble possibly. But if they've got, but I'm not sure about the Romans. But, but if they've got, if the other if the other people have got them, 
It's no biggie. Yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. might be a flimsy because when you see it going to the tree, you see it going to yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, all of it. Yeah, which is maybe showing us that. Yeah, organic. But <laughs> not not that it matters because those those bloody um, Germanians they had like pikes or something. Oh, <laughs> mate, I'm, when you get to the bit about like the co- the, the fights within the Colosseum and stuff, you got these big ass hammer throw things. It's like why why. <laughs> There's no good reason, and I'm pretty sure the main Germanian dude is swinging around some big Donkey Kong type <laughs> contraption thing. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know why you'd be doing that. You want something nimble, quick. Like, I mean, if you're a big guy, just get a bigger sword. Something like, oh, I'd never go an axe. Never. Yeah. I mean, it's different if there was those little axes in Vikings. They're a bit more fun. Like, yeah, they're right. Yeah, they're the axes in Vikings, yeah. They're agile. Yeah. They're almost not act. They're almost a little hatchet at that point. But yeah. Anyway. And then after the fight, we see Marcus says that that true love for Maximus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He wants a he wants a different son. He doesn't want Commodus, this feminine man. <laughs> but I have other virtues. <laughs> yeah. Courage. What did you think? Maybe not on the battlefield, but courage comes in many forms. <laughs> do you think? Do you think he actually really cared about Maximus though? I found he cared him, about Rome. Yeah, I found him to be quite like set, emotionless, in 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 yeah. all of his scenes. Particularly, he, he he lets people talk, but then whenever he replied to something, it would just be his yeah his, his whatever own, he's gonna say yeah, before yeah whatever he's gonna you know what that's what I, I thought all those kind of people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I think maybe yeah, I hadn't thought about it that way, but now you say that, I think maybe he's almost thinking what's like he the only thing he really cares about is Rome. I mean yeah. out of the people he talks to, he kind of seems like he likes the daughter the best. What's her name? The daughter? Lucilla. Lucilla, yeah, I think he loves I think that was the most genuine I don't think he... I don't, I don't think he <laughs> likes Commodus at all. <laughs> Your failure as a son. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? He's my failure as a father. Yeah, yeah, failure. Yeah, um, yeah he, I think he has more... That res- was a Dumbledore sound insane. More respect um, for Lilius than... Definitely than he does Commodus. Um, but just can I just quickly go back to the ending of the battle? Mm-hmm. Um, so... That, isn't it? That's the first time, you know. You know, he's won the battle. They've come from the, the behind. You know. Oh yeah, they've yeah. they flanked him on the cap with the cavalry. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's, they've flanked him. Um, and he's got the classic, you know, what we do in life echoes in eternity, and then they they right off. Um, yeah, he goes. What does he say? Um, something about you're dead already. No, he said. Yeah, he says something about that. But the bit that hits home. Picture yourself where you want to be, and that's where it, no. And, and it shall be so. And it shall be so. Yeah, yeah. It shall be so. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Probably so after the after the... I'm a farmer. <laughs> uh, after the the battle is won and they're, you know, they start cheering and whatnot, it's the first time we hear the main theme and it recurs throughout the entirety of the film. You know the one. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Zimmy. 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 Uh, yeah. Zimmer. Yeah. 
and it's and in this and it, and it's different. It has different variations throughout the whole, the whole movie. But and and this one, it's sort of kind of a hopeful, more hopeful variation of the song because you know we've won the battle, we've won the war. I might be going home, but also at the same time, it's weird because um, I I saw something Ridley Scott talking about the use of slow motion. Yeah, I've got that down. Slow mo, the slow mo was <laughs> it was a bit stuttered, but it was cool. I kind of liked it. Yeah, well, that's like, a lot of uh, directors refrain from using slow motion because they, you know, they're worried it's going to come off as cheesy or yeah. a bit, you know, a bit on the nose. But uh, he oh, said, oh. really, Scott said that quote, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> First Q on Q. Q on Q. It's the the slow motion is supposed to make the audience feel sort of guilty for enjoying all that violence. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I was interested. It's a bit grim. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah, I, it's kind of weird how we. Have to, we're, I was. Uh, I didn't think about that. I was like thinking, look at all these fuckwits cheering at these people getting cut up, and I'm like, and out here I am watching it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you can't change the fact. We love blood. We love gore. Well, this is only. This is only, what, what's it now? 2020. 2023. How long goes that? <laughs> Let's do the math. twenty. Don't talk to me about math. <laughs> 800. 800. Like, it's about, it's about 1840 years ago. Nearly 2000 years ago. Not that long. No. No. It's crazy to think. Well, you think about this attitude, this, this, this attitude and, and this violence. It carried, okay. it carried out until what? Now. <laughs> yeah, in a different way. It carried out until, you know, what, the maybe the 18th century, late 18th century, in that sort of form. And then our new form, which is, yeah, as we've seen in Oppenheimer. Take, take many... Uh, Open, <laughs> Oppenheimer recently <laughs> made us realise that we are... Destroying worlds. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're just a bunch of naked apes. Yeah, we love it. Oh, chimpanzees, man, they're deadly. If you ever have anything like they paint them in this, that's a fact. All the a lot of the chimpanzees, chimpanzees, chimpanzees you see in movies, they're young ones. It's because they haven't hit they haven't hit puberty yet, and when they when they get older, they just get vicious. They get some. I'll maybe do a story one day. I've there's this, oh, there's we this should do an episode. Story. We should do just, an episode where you cover all chimpanzee appearences oh, on film. Will. It's just going to be Donald Plenty of the Apes. That means you have to Planet watch. That means you have to watch Tim Burton's version of the Planet of the Apes, the original. Oh, that's going to suck for you. No, no, you don't have to. That I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. <laughs> I just want to watch. I just want to watch that one with the white gorilla and and the rock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rampage or something? Yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was it's still an ape, I guess. I thought it was called something else. What are we talking about? We're talking about oh, we're talking about humans and their violent ways. Yeah, we're so oh, we are messed up. The biggest danger to humans is humans. Yeah. It's uh, okay, yeah. so old Mary down the street. So we've cut. We've we've we're over the slow motion, and just quickly before we move on to all the commonest sort of. Chat. He's walking through the his ranks, you know. He's a respected man, clearly, um, amongst his soldiers. Like he's a respected general. Uh, Maximus is. You yeah. know, they all love him, they all clapping him on, whatever. Um and then Commodus rides in, he's like, Have I missed it? Have I have I missed it? The back 
like looking at uh, the emperor and Maximus, like you know, as though he didn't know the whole time that the battle was on. Like you know, Maximus that instantly at his feet. Like, what yeah. is this kid doing? Here? <laughs> I don't know how old he's meant to be. Like how old is he meant to be? I don't know, but he's like Commodus. He's still like he's like sixteen. I mean, yeah, it's just he, he's like a teenager. He's the way he acts, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And he's like, you missed the war. <laughs> Yeah, you, mi- you missed the war. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's instantly speaking to his cowardice. <laughs> you get a sense that he's one, you know, you can tell when it's one of those characters in a, in a film and, you know, they come on screen, you're like, oh, this guy, he's untrustworthy. He's, he's he, a snake in the yeah. grass. You don't take him with you to war, you know. Um, yeah, but. Although I did see that scene where he was practicing with the sword. He looks like a hell of a man. Yeah. <laughs> they were, what did they were you just think stand, of that though? They just stand off and they'd like hit him like yeah, this to make think, him feel good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I they were like, that's what I thought as well. Like, and Maximus looked over and saw that too, he's like, look at this piece of, look at this pinhead. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. We've got all the politicians like around the camp. Mm. And you know, Maximus is walking through, giving a couple of hellos. <laughs> How you going? Oh um, <laughs> but when when he's brought into the I can't remember the characters' names, but he's he's with the the Senate the Senate three senators yeah the three and you know oh no he's with the two senators and Commodus oh yeah and they're senators ask, yeah they're asking him about I can't remember the actual question but I, I they're asking him about something political like a political topic and and he he it takes him a while to answer and he he says. The soldier has the advantage of looking his enemy in the eye. And that's... What do you think? Like, he's obviously extremely uncomfortable around all the politics. He's not a political man. And forgive me, but I'm going to go into my first Game of Thrones parallel from here. <laughs> you already did one. Thrones? With Jon Snow. Oh, and did. The, and oh, well, so well, Thrones leads back to everything. Everything leads back to Thrones. <laughs> You know how they say everything leads back to Shakespeare? <laughs> today, today everything leads back to Thrones. For me, anyway. Um, yeah, but doesn't, doesn't that remind you, though, of Ned Stark entering King's Landing? He's a noble he's man. He's, man. Yeah, he's known for his... He's, yeah, no, yeah, no, he's known for his honour, and, and, and he arrives in a room filled with Pe- not, Peter Baelish. Peter Baelish, Um Renly, you know, all of them. And... <laughs> He doesn't know how to act around. I forgot Renly was in the. Uh, was in that? What? You, what's the small council? Small council. I forgot he was in the small council before he kind of did his own thing and got killed by. A, did a legger. <laughs> yeah, and he got killed by some beast. A shadow. Birth. A shadow. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that 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 instantly, I instantly thought of Ned Stark and how uncomfortable Maximus yeah, Maximus Ned, is. He's a bit Ned Stark. Yeah, around a bit politician. Yeah. Or, we like that or Ned Stark is a bit Maximus like if you're going off. To yeah, it. hey, Maximus was before Ned, so yeah. Well, not before the books, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? It's clear. It's <laughs> so job, Dad. <laughs> it's clear Maximus has some sort of previous relationship with Lucilla. Oh yeah, Ed lovers. Did you think? Yeah, from they, they were life, ex, baby. Yeah, ex lovers. L plus M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think they were etched I think into they the were. sandstone. Yeah, <laughs> the cobbled street. Yeah, I think I think they were. She says she's never felt it the same 
more alive or something than ever when she was with Maximus. And that ever means... I mean, I know we're talking about the short swords, but Emos have a rather big sword. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Let's move move on. Um, Yeah, so Maximus hasn't been to the capital for... Years and years, um, it sounds like. So he has no idea of the sort of um, political situation there. Yeah. And and after... If he's ever been in the capital, because yeah, like, yeah, when was the Colosseum built? That's what I thought. It surely I, wasn't built in that, like, I thought he'd never been. Period. I think... Because when think, he turned up, he hadn't seen it. I'm yeah. going to look it up right now. When was the Colosseum built? Because if it's... um, Yeah, I don't think he'd ever actually been. Oh, yeah, well. that's true. He's been at war his whole life here. What, what, no time for sightseeing. Um... <laughs> When was the Colosseum? 72 AD. So he mustn't have been. Because he's never seen it. Yeah, okay. He's never seen it, I don't think. So. Oh, that's another thing. They said yeah, 50,000 been in the Colosseum. Yeah. That is not true. Yeah. There's no way. 50,000 barely even fit in the main stadiums we've got here. I think the new stadium in Sydney doesn't even fit 50,000. Or maybe Joe. Yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah. Allianz? Yeah, it's like 80. Is yeah. it? I went to a Ed Sheeran concert. No, that uh, Allianz? No, you went to ANZ. You went to ANZ. That one's like eighty or hundred. Oh, sorry. Allianz I thought I thought that's what you're talking. Allianz is it's more. Oh, sorry. I thought that's what. And you're it's talking. actually called Stadium Australia now, so get it right. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. All right. So where were we at? Take take it away, Bill. <laughs> well, where we begin? I guess. <laughs> I guess we go back to uh, Marcus offering. Maximus, the big job. He knows he hasn't got long left. He knows he's on his last days. He didn't think, though, that his last days would be in the arms of... Well, his last seconds would be in the arms of his most hated son. Only son. <laughs> most hated child. But anyway, yeah, he offers Maximus the job of protecting Rome until he restores power to the Senate. Full power to the Senate. Because it's come become... I think, yeah, like we were talking about earlier, Marcus cares about Rome above all else. He doesn't care about future generations of Caesars or whatever. He wants Rome to be restored to its once beautiful self, I think. Yeah. I feel like it's still pretty good at this like, still pretty good at this point, but like, like I was saying earlier, Yeah, well they've reached Germania. Yeah. Their their borders. Yeah, and you just yeah, I don't know. That I feel like they're just gonna like he he said. Remember he goes, there's, "There'll be more." Yeah, he he was talking about there'll be more wars. There's always another war. Yeah, there's war. always another. Yeah, because there's always someone rebelling somewhere with such a large area with such a large population in that empire too. There's always going to be someone contesting them. So, and what do you think, Maximus? How do you think he feels about the offer? Well, conflicted because above all else. I think he wants uh, he wants to go home, but he he loves he loves Marcus, but more than Marcus loves him. I reckon. Yeah, I think so as well. I think he loves Marcus, and he wants to do the right thing, like you were saying before about the Ned Stark kind of honourable man. He wants to be. He wants to yeah he's do a, the right thing. He's there to serve, but he's also so. Yeah. Uh, this makes me <laughs> think of a Maester Aemon quote, you know, um, chilling at Castle Black, as, <laughs> as he delivers one of the most 
quoted lines in my books. Love is the death of duty. Mm. And it's a recurring theme. And it's a, it's a recurring theme in a lot of movies, you know. What 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 what's the decision? What's the ultimate decision? Is he oh, gonna follow yeah. he loves Yeah, does he, he loves love the Emperor but he also loves his family? Yeah, so what is you but know, what's it gonna be? But duty. Duty comes first for him. <laughs> well at well, war it was gonna come first and then after he switches to family and I think he just thinks he decides he he just decides that he's just gonna go there and almost I feel like he's just gonna try to get it done. Just get it done. Yeah, get it. Get it out of there. Get it returned, have his wishes fulfilled. Fulfilled and, and get out of there. But obviously that doesn't that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, so uh then quickly he breaks the news to communists that he will not be the yeah. And he says it so he says this so like abruptly without any hesitation. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, straight like up. you know <laughs> straight up. That's what I mean. Like he Fuck you. he 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 has little regard for his son, but and and I, I felt similarly um But I did not feel bad at all. In his No, I didn't feel bad, no. But in his other scenes like he's he kinda treated the other characters similarly. Not quite as brutal, is that, but... Is that acting, or... Is that his acting, or is that how the character's meant to be? Yeah, I don't know. I, feel like it, I don't know. I feel like it could be more that acting. I don't think that was... What is his name? Ridley Scott's... I don't think that was maybe his intention. I think... Well, I think he, like, wants you to think he loves him. I think he loves... He's meant to love him. <laughs> but maybe it's just we're reading too much into it with the... With his acting... Yeah, maybe. But yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think not to do his acting, but yeah, I don't know if this guy's still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, and Commodus is <laughs> that he's just as a breakdown. It's pretty yeah, funny, actually. Extremely offended. He starts crying. Oh, he was for you to love me. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, he embraces him, and that embrace becomes something more of. An embrace. He was slain. <laughs> yeah. Um, he must. He was on his last legs. Like <laughs> he literally just like gives up in like five seconds. It's like, <laughs> imagine dying that way. Yeah. Do you think if if he had been in better like physical state, that Commodus would have killed him? Still. Well, maybe of what he saw from maybe of what he saw from Maximus on the battlefield after he saw. It, how much he favoured him, he might have still. Yeah. If Maximus wasn't around, perhaps not. But because of Maximus, I think, yes, he would have slit his throat. But then again, yeah. it would have been put straight back on him. So maybe not. Or he could have just, yeah. He probably still would have had the strength to to suffocate him in a pillow or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean it in a matter secretly, of strength. I just meant it. strong, old commie. <laughs> I reckon. We'll leave it to I that. reckon he's out. I reckon he's outlifting Maximus any day. <laughs> <laughs> I like Maximus, but I think he comes to a deadlift. We'll leave I it to the God. philosophers, eh? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, and what happens next? And then, obviously, Commodus kills him and assumes the role of emperor straight away. And oh, Maximus's friend—I don't know his name, but he seagull-looking bloke. <laughs> he looks a bit like a gull. <laughs> straight up straight up 
betrays him straight away. So, I mean, he's just doing his duty, obviously. If he didn't do his duty, that's treason. So he could have gone. So I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surviving. I don't care. This communist guy can rule if he wants. I'm not getting my head chopped off. Anyway, Maximus gets taken out to the woods to be disposed of, but he escapes. Good old Maximus. The, oh, I love that move. <laughs> the throw of the sword. <laughs> perfectly aligning yeah, yeah. to hit him at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> you would, you'd think... Oh, I'm reading too much into this. But like you said before, you'd think that if those swords are a bit flimsy and lighter, those handles look pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you'd think the handle might almost hit him for... But anyway, it's... It's a movie and it was awesome. It was fine. I liked yeah. it. It was an awesome death. Uh, yeah. And then he and then he escapes and he, he grabs the horses. He grabs another one because he knows he's gonna ride this horse, this first one till death. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, that's pretty, that's pretty fucked. But it's almost worse than the horses getting speared on the battlefield. Yeah, slow death. Um, but yeah, he works them to death. <laughs> well, obviously, well, if they're in Germany and he's riding back to Spain, that is a trip. And and you you can tell how much a trip it is. A trip it is. <laughs> you can tell how long a trip it is by he's he's got a bit a bit of hair growth. He's a bit disgruntled. Bit a bit more. Bit of a bit of stubble. Yeah, a bit of stubble, stubble going yeah. on. But I think he does it in pretty good time, to be honest. But he was macking. So the so the, so the Roman guys must have been macking to get that. I think Commodus must have sent him to kill. He must have sent him earlier. See, this is where. I think the timelines were a bit um, were a bit different f- for both sides of the thing. Well, how did he get them sent if he wasn't even the emperor yet? Then? No, that's what I mean. Like from when he's Russell Maximus is taking taken out into the woods. Maybe we don't know how long after that. After he stands up, yes, yeah, yeah. He walks, walks past. Yeah, we don't know how long after that happened. Um, because they were transporting him somewhere, weren't they? were they not? Commodus. Yeah, Maximus. Maximus. Or were they just going to no. kill him there? They oh yeah, they were going to kill him there. They were just going to kill him in the forest. Yeah. There. Well, anyway, we don't know how long after those events that you know that happened, and you know, it get he gets there and the house is burning. Like, well, I didn't quite understand the timeline there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. If he's, I feel like. I feel like if they set if he sent the people off the same time he made them took him out to go kill Maximus, Maximus would have got there earlier. Because he was flying. He would have got there quicker than the Roman boat, surely. Yeah, especially as they were travelling in a group. Like, yeah, in you know, a group, one horse each. Um yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, after their stuff. like the house was still a flame. So yeah, Not a flame but smoke. Still, like it was still fresh smoke. That was the only thing for me that was like, okay. Yeah. Really? Um, but he pulls up right at that time too. Yeah, the yeah. whole journey gets there when it's still smoking. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, that's one more thing. Also, when when that when the bodies are hanging there, his wife and his. Did you not quiver at the sight of those blackened feet? And he, oh, he, he no, just no, even. Oh, when he when he licked. Yeah, when he yeah, yeah. Get a good old lick or kiss or whatever. Yeah. No, that's what I was gonna say. That they don't look like burnt feet to me. No, they don't. They just look like normal feet with a bit of charcoal <laughs> rubbed on them. Yeah. Just bathed do, in do better, Ridley. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were um, they won for costume design, so maybe they maybe they missed that part. But 
maybe it was more for the gladiatorial scenes. But yeah, I definitely felt that way as well when I looked at the body. Little Lolo just, you know, <laughs> just paint, just painted. Bit of soot. Yeah, a bit of soot, yeah. Um, yeah, but, oh, God. Okay, so it's, he, he kind of collapses in despair. He's got nothing left at this point. Yeah. And he's wounded too. I don't know what the wound, what, what was it cut in his, like, his side there or something? In his, where he got cut? Um, his what arm. The wound was up here, remember? Oh, it was in his arm. Yeah, it was up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they stuff it with the, oh, yeah. what do they stuff it with? Maggots. It's maggots. If the, the dude puts maggots in. Okay. And they, because they clean them out. They still use them today. Yeah, maggots. right. Maggots and leeches. Okay. Um, and then, but before that, they pick him up, right? Whoever this this tribe yeah. of this band of men. <laughs> why? Why are they picking him up? That's because they see the smoke. They see something going on. They probably raid. Why are they on that road? Like, it's just. Is it not know. just a singular road that leads to that house? Like, there's yeah, no road past is. that. It's there. It's their road to their house, but like. It's like almost like it's like their driveway, I guess. But okay. But like, I think well, they've seen the smoke. They know someone's gone down, and they just seen what's happening. But yeah, it's weird to think that they was looking what's happening, not some just random villager or something going on. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I think, and then they carry him down to what's the place called again? Zuk Zuk I think it could be Morocco. I didn't look this up. Zukaba. Zukaba. I don't know. I think it could be Morocco, but it's a, it's a, it's a wacky, it's a wacky old place. There's lots going on. Animals everywhere. People from all parts of Africa, Europe. A vibrant town at, at the very least. <laughs> I wouldn't call it. It's not even a town. It's just a. It's almost. Oh, it's a couple. It's a town. Yeah, it's a town. But it's almost. It's revolving around that ring. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. That's true. stuffy and giraffes, hyenas, <laughs> whatever's going on in there. But it's almost like the Silk Road, like it's the Gladiator. It could be the Gladiator Road, like just just all these all these towns built off the 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 you know the the atmosphere of the of the the Gladiator Rings. You know they're all that's what they thrive off. That's what these towns thrive off on the way. Yeah. They just send them through, and the last gladiators to survive get to compete at the the end at the Rome. Yeah. Um, that's what I thought, but anyway. What was the first, the very first fight? What was the very first? Was when he was training and he was getting hit by yeah, that. Yeah, there was that. But like when, there was the first time they got sent in there. Who were they fighting? Oh, they were fighting and banded together. Yes. They they were, he was chained to the... Um, nice guy. Yeah, the African... He's in the blood diamond. <laughs> so whatever. Um, he's an African actor, I can't. I'm not sure what his name is. Can't quite think He's in some sort of Marvel stuff too. I can't quite think of the actor's name either. Um, the character's name either. Sorry, but um, yeah, um, yeah, he's tied. He he's chained to him. He's fighting with his sword. They seem to work pretty cohesively. He was um, good. He was quick too in the training. Like when they were, you know. Yeah, he's got the brawn. Yeah, he he was quick and they 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 marked him and they said yeah through and yeah. and then Maximus went in and the the big guy was you know smacking him with the. With his um, wooden sword, and Maximus is sort of just getting hit and getting back up. It's like, what, what more have I? Got to get. Yeah, what, what pain? <laughs> what pain have I not already felt? Come on, like, as if a wooden stick is gonna, you know, hurt him. Um, but yeah, yeah. So moving on to the battle. 
And there's, they obviously survived that one, most of them, the big guy, Maximus. And then he kind of, he shows Proximo, understands that he's got the ability to fight. And then there's the next, the next fight, which is what, why was, they just, is that, why was the next one? That's when he's, he says, he throws his sword. Yeah, I know. Oh, not as dad. Yeah, but what? Does he just go out there solo? He just goes out there solo, eh? Yeah. He just goes out there solo and like solos like six big ass dudes. Yeah. With weird helmets on. Yeah, he just bashes them up. Yeah. And then he says that, that iconic, You're not entertained. Oh, you're not entertained. Yeah. Is this not why you're here? Yeah. yeah. And Chuck's the, uh. And he's speaking, yeah, he's speaking to the, uh, not the mob so much, you know, the, the townsmen or the whoever is watching this, the people, the commoners, and, and he's saying, you know, are you, are you not entertained? Like, obviously this, this fight's supposed to go a certain way because a lot of them are, they're like theatrical. It's almost like live theatre. Like, it's, um, and they're based off, uh, you know, stories from the yeah. past. Like, and he, he's just slaughtering all of them and it comes up later in, in the actual... The Battle of Gothic! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know he's like saying, "Are you not just here to you know to see to see yeah. blood spilt?" And, and, I th- I and he's won the crowd. Yeah, I think in that scene, Proximo, Proximo sees, sees money, flashing yeah. in front of his eyes when he sees his Spaniard. Yeah, but he sees himself. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think Proximo was as good as Max. You don't. I feel like I think I think Proximo was uh, more. Uh, he won the crowd, though. I think he was a crowd. Yeah, well, he, he said he does, but... Nah. Yeah, he would have. But I just don't... I think one-on-one Proximo versus Maximus. Obviously, Proximo back in the day. I think Maximus is taking him down. Yeah. It's without question. He's got a more skill, I think. I just can't imagine... I just feel like Maximus is more fluid. <laughs> Proximo is a bit more rigid. I'm not sure. <laughs> don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so what what's what's next? Um, and then well, he kind of, and then off Proximo convinces him to take it to, take it to Rome, the Colosseum. Yeah, because Prox Maximus isn't really in it for the any of the gladiatorial things like Proximo is. He just goes along because he just wants to get get near the emperor and at this stage no, still no one knows his true identity yes like no one even uh, close to him at the moment knows until he reveals it to everyone at large so um yeah, yeah which is in the which is in the first fight yes well in the in the Colosseum which is what is the first fight oh it's where they oh that's is that the battle of, yeah that's yeah. that's what I'm talking about where they they come out on the Horse carrot, um, horse drawn carriages yeah. in the back with the, the golden armor and the, and what do you call it? the little spikes off the wheels? They're deadly. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Well, that they must. Yeah, those things must be so sharp because, those horse they're going fast, but they're not going that fast. So to be to pull through someone's entire body at that speed, it must be bloody. It's like one of those. One of those ads on late late night television that cuts through. <laughs> one of those knives that cuts through just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So they Maximus gets in that fight. Maximus gets him in formation and pretty much wins it for him. And, and, and he has a bit of. And so, the senator, 
one of the senators, you know, it's like, uh, 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 oh, no, no, it's Commodus, actually. Uh, I'm not well seasoned in history, matters of history, but aren't we supposed to be winning yeah. this, you know? And Don't the Carthaginians or some of that lose? Don't we? Don't they? Don't the barbarians lose the battle of Carthage? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like yeah, that? yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know. And then, oh, that bloke's voice—it's—it's. I'll see about that. He must speak so loud to echo around the whole Colosseum. Obviously, well, it's not fifty thousand, but in the movie, when it's fifty thousand people worried about a microphone. <laughs> yeah, well, that's 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 how it's designed. Part, part of the the Colosseum design is so the sound is amplified. Yeah, that's why. So that that it was built specifically around the the sound, okay. the way the the, the direction of the sound. Um, yeah, that's why it's you know, cascaded. And, um, yeah. Anyway. That's cool. um, yeah. So oh, at the at the end of this at the end of this scene is the famous. Commodus wants to meet the Spaniard. Mm-hmm. And he orders him goes out there, orders him to take off. David's helmet and Maximus was thinking about stabbing him straight up with a with a broken arrow on the ground. But Lucius, who we haven't talked about yet, Lucius. Oh, what's the girl's name again? Always forget the the emperor's Lucilla. Lucilla's Lucilla's son Lucius runs in front, so he kind of backs off a bit. But I can't before the moment. I can't really remember the door the dialogue going on. Not really. He doesn't really give him. He doesn't really give the emperor much before he's gone to this. Yeah, no, no, because he'd already spoken to um, Maximus before the battle, so he didn't really need to say much. Remember, because he. Uh, oh, he, Lucius! No, I'm talking about Commodus. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I don't think they really say anything. I, I just. Well, I mean, they do say something, but I think he's a bit. Maximus is a bit kind of blunt with him. Yeah. Um. So he just turns around and starts to walk off. And he says, how dare you show your back to, you know, the emperor and he, you know, state your name and stuff. And he, that's when he takes off his, um, his face and helm and he, you know, he whips back around and he says the famous words. And... Yeah. Commander the army, armies of the north. And I know he's like sort of almost, <laughs> he's almost like... Half whispery, like it's like a grunt. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think you're supposed to believe that everyone else in the stadium can hear that too. Yeah, well, I don't know. So would they know? Would they know who their commanders of the armies are? Probably not. Well, uh, as in all the 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 politicians, um, yeah, the members of. And What's the also, Maximus is greasy hair full time. It's always wet. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Oh, and that piece of off how his, how his hair's at the front up aligned when they're pushed down. These ones are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. something that gets me for some reason. I don't know why. Also, something I noticed, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just completely missed it. But are the senators not seated up the top, like sort of on the same sort of level as... Um, Commodus, like along the line, like yeah, around. I think so. Yeah, so this is not accurate. I don't. I think the the people of honor were seated in the front row, down the bottom. Usually, that's that's what it went to. And the the maybe I'm wrong. 
anyway, we'll cut this bit out. Um, yeah, hang on, I'll see what we're up to in my notes to see. Uh, so, what else happens in this time? You kind of like conspires oh. with the chick. Okay, so yeah, what did you think about the how they how they sized up? Um, not just the Colosseum, but Rome. Like they sized up yeah, everything. They did, uh, yeah, I was seeing that. The temples too, like, and, and the not, sort of man. the sort of forum. Yeah, I was like, oh, I know Rome was like cool, but. Like, yeah, not make it look huge. It's almost like I was thinking, like, why would they even like? It's almost better than what to, it looks like today. It's mad. Yeah. Do you think like, it's yeah? It's kind of. Do it's you, a bit over exaggerated, but. Do you think that was just all for just dramatic effect, or do you think do you think it might have had something to do with like you know um, something about story like stories and past history and the the oh, the, the story yeah, all these stories around rome and the uh theatrics embellishment of the whole you know scene like yeah do well, you think that's got something to do with like how it's perceived like yeah maybe because i know i know this is not really what you're saying but rome also romans also had a, a bit of a bit of a thing for changing up the history to yeah make them seem Re- rewrite the books a bit yeah just to make it seem a bit more and and also from the other perspective you know how you see those like um medieval sort of movies where you know they're telling stories about these warriors and they're you know the warrior slayed yeah like you know stuff that didn't really happen it's just been exaggerated so maybe from an outside perspective that's how Rome is pic- you know pictured as a yeah but i i don't i don't i'm not sure about that um yeah but anyway so and commodus has put on the 100 days of games 150 days 150 is it yeah 150 days 150 days <laughs> that's <laughs> great tact great tact because you know as they say Rome is the mob. You, you win the mob. You win. You win the, the game. Yeah, I, I was thinking. It's um, it's pretty tactful, don't you think? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anything. Would. Make like, imagine walking out into that arena, possibly fifty fifty. You're gonna get killed, in front of thousands of people in that sound. It'd be adrenaline like nothing you've ever experienced in your life. I would, I would so be pissing my pants like the bloke in front of me is that time. But I think that was in, I think that was in the the first place before they went to Rome. I think, but still, that man must be so scary. Yeah. Out there, and not no less when they had the tigers. (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, I guess you could say that. But also, I know Maximus has had a pretty um eventful past but these but these other people that you know what what they i think they would probably have less regard for their own life like yeah, just just true. they're slaves most of them you know they um anyway let's move on um i was just gonna say something about how you were saying it when the mob the mob the mob is Rome. they yeah. kind of um throughout the whole movie they refer to it's kind of like Rome's almost like a living a living thing itself, like the yeah. city. Yeah. 
they kind of refer to like winning Rome and the 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 heart of Rome, these kind of things. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all I had to say about that. <laughs> that's all I had to say about that. Um, <laughs> you know what I watched the other day for the first time in that castaway. Wilson, it's actually not even bad. That's, that's kind of an underrated. Um, I don't think it's not one of those things anyone ever says it's bad. It's just, it's just, oh, it's, just it's just there. Yeah, it's just, it's just a classic. Like it's like, just a stone cold classic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not something I'd watch. Yeah, it's just, it's just like that's an underrated weight loss transformation. <laughs> Tom Hanks doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, he's always just been true. a big. He's not big, but like he's always just been. He's not big. Average. He's just average, but like he could do a bit of. He's got a bit of pudge on him sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Okay, yeah. Back to also, when, move away from Tubby Hanks. When Maximus, <laughs> when Ma- <laughs> when Maximus is, uh, <laughs> when Maximus is in this fight scene, and the theme, the theme, the main theme comes over again, um, it's a different variation, and it's it's more. This one's more like somber, um, and less hopeful in the sense, because what's he fighting for now? Like, you know, he's just been sent into this uh, new, whole new life and he's got no, his past has ceased. Yeah. Um, I was going to say before when you were talking more in depth about the, the, the soundtrack, the Hans Zimmer, mm-hmm. the Iconics, it's an underappreciated Hans Zimmer score. I know we all hear the, the inter- the cornfield chase, pretty pretty uh pretty famous. Mm-hmm. What was some of the other ones? Time. Time. Oh, that's for famous. Inception. Too. He does. It, he's obviously he's uh, done heaps. Uh, uh, but like this basically, one doesn't get as much as much attention. I think as it should. I like it. it makes me feel some yeah. sort of way. Yeah, he does. He does. I I don't think Interstellar is his best soundtrack. I think I think his. By far, his best soundtrack is for June, the new sci-fi film that aired in oh, yeah, that's cool. aired in twenty twenty two. It's really original, and it's excited for June too. Yeah, it's it's been post. Out? It got postponed, so it was but oh yeah yeah recently. Oh. So it's spray. It was supposed. Is that, just in, is that just here? Or is that all over the world? All over the world. Why? Uh, post production trouble. Yeah. Um and so, when? so it was supposed to air sometime late this year now it's i think it's march 2024 Whoa. april march yeah it was it was airing november yes something like yeah. november yeah anyway oh, that sucks i was yeah. looking forward to that must have been yeah, someone fucked up <coughs> timmy timmy's <laughs> causing trouble <laughs> timmy Charme. um yeah but that soundtrack was completely original and i think i think he won an Oscar for that. If I'm, uh, I could be mistaken, but I think he did. Um, I know Billy Eilish won something. Was that the same year? No time to die in June, or was that the year before? No time to die. Yeah, I don't know. She probably did. I like that song. It's. I feel like Skyfall might be better, but uh, like, come on. I don't think so. I think it is. I think Skyfall. I have, I don't really. I'm not really aware of the first ones. Does not Alicia Keys sing? Casino Royale one? Quantum of Solace one? one of those I two? can't remember. I think she... What about the Sam Smith one? Yeah, it's Spectre. Right. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Anyway. I just, don't, I just think... 
I just think there's levels. We could talk about <laughs> we could talk about the Bond themes all day, and we might do a ranking of the Bond themes one of these days. But anyway, uh, yeah. So Hans Zimmer, great, great film scorer. Um, yeah. So the fight's over. He said he said the famous um, name. He's, he's he's read his birth certificate, and um, yeah, that's that's another thing. As as he's doing this this talk, Commodus's soundtrack plays back at Commodus, you know, as he turns around, as he's saying his name, Commodus' soundtrack goes over the top of what he's saying as, you know, uh, re- reverberates what um, Commodus' last words. And it's it's a funny soundtrack too. It, it sounds pretty much, <laughs> it sounds almost like the, the Darth Vader theme. It's like, durr, durr. and then just after the just after that, it's just the little Western guitar. Like, it's like, and then, <laughs> then it goes back into the. It's a funny. I'm, it's I'm funny. I kind of say I pay that much. I just kind of just fall into it. I don't really notice as much as you do. I kind of just. I, I was going to say about the soundtrack, so. Like, I, it's, it's pretty emotional, right? When it comes to the. I, I'm not so much anymore, but when I was a bit younger. <laughs> I used to get a bit. Like, someone was cutting onions in the lounge room. <laughs> get a bit teary probably more everyone used to say the Lion King scene but that, that was it for me the the the, the, the hand through the wheat in the, with that song oh, yeah. in the background oh. reaching for the door yeah oh. yeah um, yeah that's just true the door <laughs> what is that where is that door that's, I want to know the door is, that is his house? the door is no is that no no back door to his house or is that the door the, <laughs> the door to heaven that's what it was actually yes oh that's what I okay obviously I think yeah I was trying to work out where the door was like the door you led to believe yeah I was trying to work is that the is that is that the door out of Rome or is that the door to his back door to his house or is that the door to the gods it's the door to the gods of heaven yeah it's the door to the gods not yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's won the crowd. Maximus has won the crowd, and, and Commodus is in the position where I can't kill this guy because I'm fishing for the... I'm the fool. I'm fishing for the affection of the crowd as well, so he's like, oh, God, i got to let this man who I tried to kill stay alive um, to earn my respect as well. And... Um, yeah, that's a, that's a funny position, but he's also gets he's also really cranky in, in the confines of the 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 palisade or whatever you, whatever you call it. Um, you know when he has the scenes with um, Lucius and yeah, uh, Lucilla, and then he tries to get all get a bit. He gets a bit freaky with Lucilla. Yeah, he does. Know. Yeah, bit of Jamie Lannister action. And you know, on there. yeah, yeah, that's what I, I was gonna say. One last, <laughs> one last got comparison. Um, does Lucilla not remind you of Sansa Stark a bit, in the sense that he's she's also she's almost being she's not an idiot. I know she's no no. <laughs> so, well no. I know I, Sansa Stark's not an idiot. But, but well, she's she's she is. I wouldn't I wouldn't say idiot, but she's she's not thick. attuned to the whole um, politics situation in the first three seasons when she's being. I'm talking about when she's being held against her will. By Joffrey and the oh, Lannisters. I don't know if you're gonna say Joffrey or, or um, <laughs> Ramsay. Ramsay. Yeah, no, uh, not Ramsay because she was a bit um cluey by then. But yeah, um, yeah, but you know that sort of helplessness and she's in a place where 
her name, her name and her family is, is the reason she can't leave. And it's also the reason it's dangerous for her to stay. And in the same sort of situation, she, uh, Lucilla is, is bound, bound there because of her son's birthright. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, she couldn't leave if she wanted to. Yeah, that's what I mean. And so. also, Commodus just <laughs> has an overwhelming love for her. <laughs> you know, and he stands over when he stand, and he stands over Lucius. To, who does he think he is, honestly? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, and he's oh, remember the bit where he's talking about he's gonna he's gonna yeah he wants to have a pure he wants to have a purebred kid. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how old he's. Yeah, I, I'm interested. To, I'm interested to know how, how, how old do you think that character is supposed to be? Yeah, I'm guessing like mid twenty. I'm not 30s. even. Not even. Really younger. Yeah. How old I don't Marcus? know. I don't know. How was Marcus really spent today? That's true, but the guidelines between when you should and shouldn't have kids were a bit, <laughs> a bit uh, more flawed back then. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't What's know. Well, he, he definitely acts. He definitely acts as though he's eighteen. Uh, yeah. I'd say. I feel like they've just. I feel like things have just changed. Mm. Stuff has changed. I wouldn't say it's flawed. It's just a different time. Different, yeah. different things going on. Different. Um, yeah, different things were accepted. Just the norm. Um. They probably will be weirded out seeing us do this right now. <laughs> yeah. What, what on earth are you talking? <laughs> Go do something. Uh, <laughs> Go man the plow the field for God's sake, you fuckwit. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, so what's next? So we're just going to skip. There's a lot of stuff happens in this this Rome scene. There's, there's a couple more fights where he takes on the takes on the big dog who's never he'd never lost the big the big girl with the tiger helmet. The tigers and, and there's and also the, the tiger. Tigers. Yeah, and there's also actual tigers within the within the Colosseum. And they've got trapdoors down there, which is pretty ingenious. I don't know if that was actually a thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. So if you went to if you go if you visit the um Colosseum these days, there's no floor there's no sand floor. There's no not even the flooring underneath it. It's all um open and you can see the chambers underneath and that's where they kept the ah yeah. okay yeah well <coughs> a lot of stuff happens there's another fight obviously Maximus is conspiring with Luc- Lucilla about escape he's also conspiring with Grac I think his name's Senator Gracken and they're Gracchus 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 it could be Gracchus it's Graco 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 but Obviously, Maximus talks about his, his armies having uh, allegiance to him. Who was they're still up there in the north, and Cicero is his uh, his slave tells him that they're still loyal to him. So he's thinking about coming back, <laughs> over over overruling Commodus, because on it do they they don't have a do they even have like an arm they don't have like an army within the city kind of thing. They have like. Do you reckon they have like a city, a city watch kind of like in Game of Thrones? As in, yeah, just just you, um, common foot but, foot soldiers. Yeah, but yeah. like they could obviously, they'd obviously. Well, they'd have to. The army would obviously overpower. Yeah. Rome. Yes. And Commodus. I think so. He would just return the power straight to the Senate on the spot, kill Commodus. Yeah, and especially as it feels like you know you know how they they say a siege can last can last years because you know that's how they man. 
it, they've got walls got around the perimeters. Yeah. Of but do you think it's just more of a as like a city? Like it's just open. Like you're just in there. Like I don't imagine there's a big thing set of walls around the Rome. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's too big. They, they had a shot. They had a shot when it was. They showed the farm, the farming lands outside of Rome and the entry of Rome. Oh. I don't know if there was walls there or not. I feel like there could have. Been. There was, but I feel like that was more towards the like the fall, the fall of the car, like behind. Oh. Like I, I'm just imagining them like riding in on the main road, like that road that's connect, that road that runs through the city, runs through what was the road called? It's a famous road. Um. Anyway, yeah, but I can't imagine it's you know. Anyway. Yeah, so I do think Maximus's army could sack the city. Yeah, for sure. And then, and that w- that's all well and good if you can get out of the city. But <laughs> Commodus obviously threatens Luc- Lucius's life and entraps Lucilla. Lucilla. Scylla. Lucilla. Yes. Entraps <laughs> Lucilla within kind of in a between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> no, good save. Um, <laughs> Continue. And, and she's she she has to. Oh, anyone would do what she did. She has to tell him what does the busy little bee been up to. <laughs> yes, tells, yes, tells, that was so. She tells the story before Maximus and poor Cicero gets the gets hung. <laughs> that's a tough. That's. A, what do you think Gra- um, Gracchus' stand... Like, stance. Stance, yeah. Um, just as a person, like, in regards to... In regards to Maximus, like, what do you think Gracchus thinks of Maximus? Like, do you think... I don't know. Like, I think he... I don't... He obviously... Maximus doesn't want to be in politics, but he. I don't think he's got any... I think Gracchus, if you looked at Maximus, thinks he's... Doesn't have any political potential. <laughs> yeah, but no. he has. But he has the ability to sway. Sway the crowd. Sway everyone. Um, which he's, he saw. You could see. He, see he was his pleased. Light up too when he was at, when he went to watch the stadium. That's the only reason he went to see the power Maximus holds. Yeah, yeah, he was pleased, wasn't he? Um, he also has that great line at the stadium. I don't pretend to be a man of the people. I try to be a man for the people. But I do try to be a man, man for, for the people. people, yeah. And then meanwhile in the background just throwing fucking loads of sourdough up to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what a prize. Yeah, that's I'll a heck of any day of those shitty little shirts they'll pump out of the stadiums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever they throw out in those guns. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. all those things pretty goddamn far too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. Sourdough cam. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Um, yeah, oh, we got to the bit where they had the escape scene, Maximus going out the back door of the city, the entrance back little tunnel thing, mm-hmm. but uh, it doesn't pay off because Commodus is aware of what's going on because he's been told by Lucilla because she had no choice. It was, it was Maximus or, it was Maximus getting caught or her son getting killed. <laughs> yeah. Just be crazy by her own uncle. Pretty much. And does the fact that like you're like cringing at, at this at Commodus's every word <laughs> like how good is the actor? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's he's good. Like I think he Russell Crowe's a good actor, but I don't he, I think Jockman's levels above. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so as well. Yeah. It's just You know what they say, the villain yeah, you the know villain when, you hate you know when they piss you yeah, off. Yeah. The villain you hate the most is the actor that does the best job. It's easy to get behind a goodie. 
Although, speaking about that, we're talking today about what's Christoph Waltz, is that his name? Christopher Waltz. Christopher Waltz. Mm-hmm. I like him. I've always liked him in all, every movie he does and when he's a villain. Mm-hmm. And, um, but he's a great, he's a great actor. That's probably the one case I can think of where I don't despise him while watching the movie. Oh, yeah, no, no. He's actually a good villain. No, there's such thing as the the anti-hero where, you know, the audience finds himself rooting for these people where you think, where if you stood back and look at it, you're like, are we really cheering on these people? (laughs) People like Tommy Shelby and people like Walter White and uh, who's another person? You know, just those those people where you're like, "Mm, are these actually, we shouldn't be rooting for these people but yeah Christopher Waltz yeah the role in um Inglourious Bastards Inglourious that's that's what made him that's what gave him his fame was he in yeah and then he he was pretty good in Bond too yeah he was yeah he was a good villain in that and okay so we're gonna go to the if we if we talked about this if we talked about every scene to be here all day so we're gonna go to the final the final scene of the in the stadium. And before which, um, Commodus... Commodus gives him the old... Knife. Stab in the back. And that is dead. That's not even a knife. It's like a bloody drill bit. Yeah. <laughs> Straight in the back. No, it was the, in his guts, wasn't it? Yeah. Or, like to like the side. In his guts, but like in his back. Like through the back. Came in the back door. Oh, was it? Yeah. He yeah, stabbed yeah, him in the back. Okay. He went, he, remember he was hugging him and went, oh, oh, maybe. No, it was from the back. He was okay. hugging him and he ran down the back and put it through and it was deep man that was gushing out yeah right it was yeah and they bandaged him up obviously yeah yeah conceal the the wound I'm I'm actually surprised Commodus had the courage to still face him just with that wound yeah I I thought he would have given him forced him some drugs or something or made him well obviously he was in a bad way he hadn't been he probably hadn't been drinking or eating for ages too yeah that's true and he'd been strung up there for probably hours too, which would be good on the old limbs, straight, <laughs> straight out there to afford him. But he kind of disposed of him pretty easy. <laughs> I mean, he gets cut cut a few times, but like, yeah, he doesn't seem to like really have the most trouble. Really, I like. Oh, the bit I noticed the first time watching it back like this with the more an analytical mindset was when he was he was he drops the sword. Oh, yeah, he's again. But when he, they get in the punching scene, the sound effects on the punch. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah. So, um, when he dropped this, did you think he was going to, like, he looked like when he first saw the door, he was going to give up for a second. But he was going to, he needed his vengeance. Do you, do you think, like, yeah. he, 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 he stood back up and, because he was, like, sort of um, hunched over and he was, you know, envisioning that door and then he, you know, tossed his sword and then he's like, looks back up. He's like, no, no, I'm taking this guy with me or not taking him with me. If that's what's, what's the, what's the belief system? It's something to do with like Jupiter and man, I was talking about that. Like yeah. yeah. And those kind of yeah okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what Nick Cave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he snaps back in time just, <laughs> just quick enough because <laughs> Commodus was not waiting. He was getting him with that little, that little knife. Yeah. He would, yeah. I mean, real life's not obviously it's a movie, but he's. I think he's a goner once he jumps that sort of real life. I th- oh, that's the bit. Like I know it's a common movie thing, where they have him on their back, like they have him down, down and out, 
All I have to do is one quick blow of the sword or one <laughs> one quick one quick pull of the trigger. <laughs> but no, they delay. They savor the moment. They delay. <laughs> and what happens. The amount of yeah, the amount of protagonists that have survived from close calls like that. <laughs> but anyway, that's what makes the movies good. We love it. But yeah, he eventually overpowers him. I must have when I, when I was first every time I watched that scene where he's pushing the knife back into Commodus. I don't think he's going to do it. I think Commodus is going to somehow hold off and he's going to kill him another way. Every time I'm surprised because the knife goes straight in. <laughs> <laughs> and then Commodus just gets left on the deck. No one talks Yeah, about what about what about that? Everyone's you know, this was a man no a man of greatness, no, uh, as in Maximus, a man of greatness that's just fallen. And the man that was supposed to have the, the most greatness is the emperor, you know, and yeah. and they've just completely disregarded his um, body, his fresh corpse. <laughs> I think Maximus went out pretty cool. I don't think there's a better way you'd want to go out, really. Yeah, so you know. Send, send him off. They send him off well. Oh, yeah, um, and then we finally when when he goes when he Maximus drops, and and uh, and goes to them, <laughs> he find you finally get to see the continuation of that scene that's been playing, the whole time, Feet the grass. Yes, yes. You get to see. That's... I don't know what goes on with the colour scheme in that or whatever, but yeah, you finally get to see his, his son and okay. So now I might understand what you're saying. See, they're showing that scene throughout the whole movie. Yeah, just the just a little snippet of the so hand. So maybe, maybe they were already that, that, dead. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so the, could, the, the first scene... Yeah, I know what you're saying about the timelines. Yeah, but then why would it be still be smoking? I don't know. No, no, no. See, see the hand, the, the opening shot was a flash forward to this scene. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, mm-hmm. is that what he's saying? Is he seeing that or is that no, no, it's just, we're just seeing it's that. just we the audience? Oh, we're the only ones seeing that. Yes, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that dispels that argument, yeah. Um, yeah, so and this sequence is almost like dreamlike and he's you know, fall, falls through the door, just, yeah, that's cool. And then he just gets swept away, yeah, that's yeah. cool. What's that going that is that him going from Rome back to Spain along the ground? Like, like, you know how... It, the yeah. Georgia, is that what it is? Um, yeah, and it just mimics... It mimics that shot of when he's on the... You know, of his head when he's getting carried towards yeah. the first gladiator fight, you know? Yeah. It's the exact same shot, just a little bit different. Um, just in reverse, pretty much. And it's, you know, going back to his... Uh, finally getting to yeah, go... Truly, true. truly go home in his... In, I think... I think he, he feels... Yeah, I... I like his house looks so awesome. Does it looks like it's, it's like where they'd be like heaps expensive Airbnb or something. But I don't know. It's <laughs> it's, it's it's an Italian summer house. That's it. That's, yeah, but it's, it's beautiful. Obviously, it's in Spain. Yeah, I know, but that's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. style. It looks it looks kind of yeah Tuscany kind of. Yeah, I know that's just what basic <laughs> basic Westerners would say, I guess. But it does kind of look, <laughs> it does look what like a Tuscan top with those with those trees up. Well, are they um, cypress trees or whatever they're called? Yeah. But I don't know. They look cool. I would love to live there. Yeah, it looked hectic. Especially with the smell of the herbs, as they described. <laughs> My wife's black hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then once he's fallen, it kind of leads... That's pretty much leads to the end of the film. Obviously, there's the 
the bit we we enjoy with the with the his old mate, which who we can't remember the name from Africa, his African counterpart, gladiator, puts his puts his little clay are they clay or wooden? Wooden, I think it might be wooden. Porcelain clay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Into the ground and and go on. Go on, say it. <laughs> Not yet, my brother. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I wonder if he goes What's... back. I wonder if he makes it back. That's a trek back to where he is. Obviously, we don't know which modern country he's from, but he's could be Sudanese. I'm not sure. What did you take that to mean, though? Because oh, he's gonna he's gonna see him in the afterlife, obviously. Yeah, but not yet. Well, he's going back to live with his family for a while. His wife and kids still alive. He's going back there, hanging out with them for a bit. He's not ready to die yet. He wants to see them before he. No, goes. no, no. I mean, as as in he's talking. Oh, okay. So he's talking about himself. Yeah, he's saying I'm not coming yet. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I was just thinking about two two things at once. Yes, yes. So he's talking. Yes, okay. He's talking about himself in that scene. So not yet. Um, and that's a recurring um, quote that he said earlier in the film. Maybe twice. I don't know. Maybe it's just the ones. But it's a memorable moment. And this is when this is. I know we've talked about soundtracks a lot today, but this is the final and most famous version of you know the main theme. Um, which I believe is called Now We Are Free, and it's got that female vocalist, you know, singing... What language? Uh, Lisa... Would it be Lisa Gerard? Yeah, Gerard? That, that's, that's who it would be. Um, and is that Latin? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's... I'm not sure. I'm assuming it's Latin. It sounded like a sort of Latin hymn almost, but with, with more of a um, flow with the the instrumental part of the song. And, um, yeah, this is the most sort of... We'll probably, we'll probably play it for the outro. So you yeah, we'll hear, you'll hear it in the outro. Um, <laughs> uh, probably coming on in a few seconds. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is sort of the most mystic and, you know, holy sort of sounding... Part. Version of the song. Yeah, version of the song. And that's yeah, leads us to the end of the film. So that pretty much sums up the, the recap of the episode. Obviously... We'd love to go into more detail about every scene because every scene's pretty important. You'd know that. When you watch it, you know, you realise... When you watch it back in, with an analytical mindset, you realise just how important every scene is. But we, if we were doing that, we'd be here for like five hours. So we wanted to kind of skim through it a bit. But to finish off, we thought we'd play a little game. I like to call one 2 DFL. <laughs> <laughs> it means our first, second... And dead fucking last. <laughs> and you can pretty much relate it to any topic. But today we're going to do our first favourite, our second favourite, and our DFL character. Okay, so uh, do you want me to start? Yeah, you can go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so coming in number one for me would probably be, I think, the character of Lucilla. No. Well, because oh, because you're it's such a people pleaser, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Um, I don't you think, don't know? I don't, I don't think you like that. But um, just just because of she's she's got her foot in every camp of of, of you know the scene, so she's probably the the most dynamic of Multiple the characters. Fingers in pies. Yeah, <laughs> the most dynamic of the characters, and. Uh, the actress who uh, to portray her was, was did a, a, a good job, I think. Um, and a lot of, you know, the actress did that sort of two-face, you know, she's saying one thing, but we know she's thinking another, you know, when she's playing 
reading these lines and playing these scenes. So, yeah, I think she did a, a pretty awesome job. And, yeah, the character always had good lines. And she she was sort of regarded as an equal by a lot of characters, it felt, like when she was talking to other people. So, yeah, she was like, uh, yeah, woman of great respect around the, the community. But it was just, you know, the relationship between her and Commodus was uh, also another interesting part of the film that's one word for it <laughs> uh, yeah and number okay, second number two number two would probably be Proximo like the late and great the late and great yeah what's uh, his actor's name again um, Oliver Oliver Reed Oliver Reed the drunkard <laughs> <laughs> uh, the supposedly drunkard no. um, yeah and I know, obviously, what we we spoke earlier about um, the special effects and how he's not really, projected. but but it's more it's more the intro of the character, like, uh, and just I don't know. Did you feel like you liked him? Like, I think I not did. Really, to be honest, I think he's I, a bit annoying. He seems like a bit of a pinhead. Really, in my opinion. I don't know. I just thought I just. Well, he's likable. He's likable. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, was, I was questioning why he was likable, and I found that pretty um, interesting, okay. I guess, in a way. So, Proximo's... Who's your first? Chicks first, Empire... So, Lucilla first. Lucilla's first. Proximo, Proximo second, and who's the DFL? I'll just have to go the straight up... The, the Gladiator. No. Why? For number Max, three. Maximus? Yeah, Maximus. It's not number three. It's dead fucking long. Oh, dead. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's, it's dead not fu- number three. It's, it's like the worst. Right. Yeah, okay. Oh, the worst. Um. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> the worst. The worst, I would say, is oh, no. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, okay. I didn't like him at all. Okay. I didn't like him. I, he rubbed me, He enough. rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> Just, yeah. Okay. One, two, DFL. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I know what you guys want to hear. I'm going to say it. <laughs> Number one, Maximus Dessus Meridius. Yes. Nothing more than he's just he's just a G, knows how to fight. I'll just specify this is not my one, two, DFL acting-wise. This is my favorite characters. So right, yeah. Um, and two, it's just going to be... He's, He's not a lead character, but <laughs> Cicero was just a G. <laughs> yeah. He was okay. just, oh, he's always such a likable actor in the, all his character in all the movies that guy does. Yeah. In Brave Part 2. And DFL. I'm sure it's not going come to pri- come to, as a surprise to any of you guys that oh, I hated Lucius. <laughs> <laughs> you thought yeah. I was going to say Commodus. No, I hate that little shit. Dead fucking last Lucius. <laughs> Why do you hate Lucius so much? <laughs> I don't know. He's just... Oh, he's too... Oh, he was I, supposed to be the reminder as the, of the son. That was his role. Yeah, in, I understand. But I don't think Maximus' son was like... Maximus' son was... No, just... just better just, than that. Just the, this, this kid's, <laughs> just the same age group bracket. And, yeah. You know. He's just... Yeah, I understand. I understand what the role is with the movie. And I, I think... It was good. It was good for the movie. But I did not... What? You didn't like the little kid. I didn't like how he acted. I didn't like his scenes. Oh, it just feels clunky to me whenever he talks to Maximus. He's still weirdo. Okay. Okay. So that's... Unpopular opinion. 
Yeah. But yeah. a bold one. Okay. <laughs> He's my dead fucking laughing as will be. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So now we're going to do what, what, what the mark Bilbo Baggins do you rate? Uh, so we're doing. What do I rate the good idea? Um, one, yeah, one out to of ten senators. <laughs> no, one to five. Oh, one to five. One out of five. Yeah, but you can do four point. Okay. Um, five so one out of five senators. What do you rate okay. this film, Gladiator, directed by Ridley Scott in two thousand and one? I rate. Okay. I'm. I'm, I'm going to say, I rate this movie a four. Point five. Four point five senators. Four point four senators and half a Senator Glacus or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna write it. Four point five. I'm a big fan of this movie. <laughs> awesome, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fair enough. And uh, I think a lot of people would do the same. It's highly yeah, if you like this highly movie, regarded. Subscribe. Highly regarded, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Uh yeah, I would probably say uh, can we do point nines? Like, does it have to be point five? Do you think? No, it can be whatever you want. Okay, yeah, cool. I just uh, said point five. I said point five even because that's I how you felt. You felt. Five, you even. felt the five. Okay, yeah. um, I'll do three point eight um, okay. senators out of five, which okay. is pretty good. Um, yeah. Okay, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. That's seven point five out of ten. So if you look at it that way, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Well. It was a good second episode. I think we're starting to get the hang of it a bit more. I really enjoyed this one. I th- I'm glad, it, like I said earlier, Gladiator is one of my all-time Your favorites. Top picks. I'll always be watching it. I don't care. It's timeless. It's a, it's a priceless picture. So, um, what else we got? So next week we'll be covering the finale of Game of Thrones, Game of season Thrones. six, episode eight. Entitled The Iron Dad. Throne. No, well, that's episode five. Oh, but we'll talk. We'll talk <laughs> about the season as a whole. Um, but yeah, we'll watch the final episode and see. You know what that what the results of the whole thing was. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, we're gonna try get. We haven't got um the first podcast on Apple Podcasts yet, but we're gonna try post. We're going to try to get it set up so we post on both platforms. At this stage, we're only on Spotify. Yes. And with Spotify, if any help, anything following us, rating us, listening, any it all helps. Leave it a comment. Yeah, leave it a comment. And if you have any thoughts like you wanted to um, share about the episode or about any of our opinions, if you have your own opinion, uh, you can email us at... Uh, the Afterthoughts Podcast 2 at gmail.com. Yeah, and we'll be happy to... It's also to... in our description on Spotify, if you feel that. Awesome. And we'll be happy to um, answer your question in the start of the next episode. Um, or you could... Sam's also running a Instagram page. Have you, have you started a TikTok page? Or not? Just the Instagram at the moment. Uh, just the Instagram at the moment. Uh, so it's afterthoughts underscore pod. And yeah, it's on Instagram. And if you if you got any... Um, questions or input uh you can also direct a message there uh just follow it as well i post daily um reels and edits of films that we could be covering and films that you know are topical around the world um films and tv uh, in the weeks um prior uh yeah that's pretty much it thanks guys see you next week see you later